Hi, I'm Marianne Gramlich, and welcome to Make Your Message Right, the podcast where we embrace the power of R I G H T respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation. Join me and inspiring guests as we share stories of failures and successes, reflecting on how living the five values can empower and influence others. So grab your favorite beverage and join in a journey of self-reflection and growth. Together, we'll explore the power of living the values of R-I-G-H-T, respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation, and how these five values can help you make your message right. My guest today is Pat Wheeler. She is the author of Winnie Acts Up. Now, this is a picture book that has a message. It's not about acting out, but transforming your life to feel confident and overcome that shyness. Pat, jump in here. How did you decide on the focus of your story? That is a fun story to tell. It started with my youngest granddaughter. She agreed to come to theater camp, which I am a summer director for at our in our town at Community Theater. Of course, it was a very new experience for her. She had never been in the theater. It was unfamiliar people, and she had no idea what it was all about. And this is a little girl who is very friendly and full of talk. And all she would do that first day was hang on to me and say, I'm shy, I'm shy. And I'd say, no, you're not shy. And so the little story came to me as I was beginning my new writing career two years ago. That's kind of the way, since I had done summer theater for many years and worked with lots and lots of children, I put all of those ideas together. And that's how the story came about. Very nice. How old was your granddaughter at the time? She was five and a half, almost six. They can be so bold when they're used to you, but when there's all those people, they cling very tight. So tell us about the story. Tell us about Winnie. Winnie's story. Ah, well, Winnie wants to audition. She reads a lot with her, with her Graham and her dog, Bella. She sees in the newspaper the audition advertisement. I was just so excited when the illustrator decided to do it in a double page spread like he did. You'll have to get the book to to see what it what it's like. I had a lot of say in the pictures, but that one just was his total idea, and I just I just loved it. And so she wants to audition. Graham says, "Of course you can audition." As she comes to the theater, she is quite intimidated until someone decides to become her supporter and eventually her friend. So is that what happened to your granddaughter? Well, an author takes some leeway with the story. Uh, She'd get well acquainted with the other students, the other kids in the class. During her first show, she didn't have 
much to say as far as lines go, but she's been there a number of years now and she she can do quite well now. So back to your story though with Winnie, she overcame her fear of being shy, of of being the wallflower. How did she go about doing that? You said she had a support system because with the transformation, you really have to pull from where you are, move forward. So tell us more about how Winnie did that. She was very um, focused, very quiet at first, but she, I think she paid attention to the others. And as they were participating, she, I think she felt more and more able to also participate. And so you'll see the kids in there encouraging her a little at a time and telling her it on Friday, you'll remember on Friday. And I think sometimes the kids as well as adults, they just have this fear of really trying because they're afraid of failure. And I know my dad was really always good about that. One of the letters he wrote to me after I got one of my first good jobs was, yeah, you can do anything you want if you're willing to work for it. With Winnie's character, having that extra support around her, helping her to transform from being that wallflower to somebody where she felt that she was contributing. And that's also where in my company with respect, that comes in so key because once someone feels respect, they feel valued. And your character, Winnie, started feeling valued when other people supported her exactly. and helped her along. So what is your background, Pat? I know from your website, you've been a teacher. I have taught many years, many years. Um, um, from kindergarten through college. And so I started out in first grade or kindergarten, actually, and then first grade fifth grade, I was a school librarian. And then I taught recently in the teacher education program at Indiana State University. You know, I love the quote that you have on your website. It says the best teachers show you where to look, but don't tell you what to see. And I'm going to give that credit to Alexandra Frenfor. That to me is the perfect quote because teachers do, they open up your mind right. to evaluate things and Sometimes you're not going to agree with it, but at least you have an appreciation from where that person's coming from. And you can respect that. You don't have to agree, but you can respect that and move forward. Can you explain the just me part of your website? I thought that was fun. You started out growing up in, was it North Dakota or South, South Dakota? Dakota? My father worked for a university, his college in Lansing, Michigan at Michigan State and moved us to South Dakota when I was in second grade. And it was interesting that back then there was not as much media availability at all. And I, I discovered when we went back to Michigan for a trip that they were watching Mickey Mouse Club, the Mouseketeers. Mm -hmm. And I had never seen the Mouseketeers in South Dakota. Um, well, Pat, I'm with you. I'm from Nebraska and I don't remember seeing the Mouseketeers, but I was from a very small town. Yes, it was a it was a university town, but it was still quite small out in the middle of nowhere. So that's where I had my education, graduated from high school there. 
and it was a wonderful childhood like you would hope to have a good childhood and so I feel like at that time I hadn't been anywhere except back to Michigan and I always had the idea in my mind that it would be nice to travel so where all did you go well since I've had my university job I've been in several places in the world. I've been in South America. I've been in Europe. And I have really enjoyed taking students with me and helping them see a little bit of the world. Because even now in Indiana, when we get freshmen in college and sophomores, they haven't been very many places. For the most part, a lot of them are still first uh, college student in the family. And they, they have a lot to learn. And I think over time, you take those experiences and bring them to where you want to be, which is where I hope I am now. When I was growing up, it was really a very small town. My graduating class was 23. And yeah, <laughs> I, I can see your head nodding. People, will, this is just audio, so they won't understand that. Mm -hmm. But for my benefit, cousin had just retired and he brought his whole family and they live pretty much in Europe. I had so much fun talking with them because their experiences, and it was really an eye-opener of how people perceive things and right. how if you can just respect the other person's opinion, again, you don't have to agree with them, but at least you can respect them and appreciate them. And that is something that I find really great. But you know, somebody that we didn't mention was Bella. And you said in your book, Bella is her friend. And I know from your website, Bella is real. Bella is real. And Bella is a dog. How does Bella help Winnie? I like the fact that Winnie's, one of Winnie's favorite things to do is to act out stories at home for Graham and Bella. Bella kind of watches her like she watches me <laughs> when I read things to her. They say that a pet, particularly dogs and cats, lower your blood pressure. And that also takes away some of the stress that a daily life can provide or a new experience can provide. And so that's why I really wanted Bella in the story. I do have a couple of books with Bella in them that I'm hoping will also become nice stories too. Now, will they also be picture books? And, and for our yes. listeners, picture books are normally yes. for younger children Yes, that uh, people are reading to them. Yes, about ages six to 10, I think. This particular one has a lot of theater vocabulary in it. And as Winnie gets acquainted with the theater, she also learns the real words that go, that you learn about the theater when you act on stage or work backstage. So I'm intrigued with that. I, I have judged one act plays and watching different things like that and and the staging and the different levels. It's fascinating. It is. So again, that's why I wanted to talk to you, Pat, because you have that theater background, which I found very inviting. Now, also on your website, you have a blog that mm -hmm. you talk about or you write. How often do you write? Every other week, twice a month. But right now, I've actually ramped it up a bit. Try to do once a week just to keep in nice. touch. I'm about to have shoulder surgery, so I won't be on the next couple of weeks, and I have not had a chance to actually launch my book yet until oh. after the surgery. One of the things that you mentioned was um, mistakes 
that we've made. I don't think it's a mistake, but I've decided that the way they teach launching a book is usually Mm -hmm. fast and furious, and that's not my mode. I'm very grateful for all of the support that I've gotten uh, along the way to get this book moving, and I hope it will be successful, but it's going to be my way. It's going to have to be in my timing. You're talking about for future books? Because Winnie Acts Up is out, right? Yes, Winnie is out. That one's available. Yeah, that one's available. I'm with you on the timeline because I'm also in the process of doing a children's book. And maybe this year, and that's 12 months from now, that is not this calendar year, but it may be in 12 months because I'm also illustrating my own book. The book's written, but I need to get the illustrations done. And that's going to take me some time because I haven't been at my drafting table for quite some time huge process yes but it's a dream and I think that's Mm -hmm. what's fun Mm -hmm. and that's what I I love about what you're doing and that you also go back out into the community and you give back your time to the community which I think is outstanding what is it that you do when you go talk to the schools I have created a very interesting little program Uh, I created it before the book came out because the book was slow. Those were a few of the things that happened over the summer that I wasn't uh, actually able to move along myself. And what I did was create a workshop that I call, what does the book look like before it's a book? And I show the children the first sketches that I got from the illustrator. I uh-huh. show, First, I show them the text and then the sketches after the illustrator gets the text. And then they started to become pictures and then they started to be colored and then there were a few pictures that needed uh, to be changed just a little bit and they could see Mm -hmm. how first draft second draft and then I read the story to them with the colored pictures that I just had copied up from my computer for it was even bound as a book and they were just fascinated so what age group do you talk with at the schools what age group this was second and third grade, second and oh, third fine. grade. In our area, second grade usually does some sort of play. And when the teachers found out that I had a book that had something to do with the play, they were quite excited for the kids to begin to see the real kind of thing and what some of the actual vocabulary would be. I've, I've had um, a number of teachers ask me to come. I really enjoy it. Well, and to be able to give back to little kids and inspire them into reading or acting out in a positive way. I love your website. It is so colorful and fun. And you have a subhead on here. I'm looking at a screenshot of it, bonding with books. And you sound like you were a very avid reader. I was not. I was one that my grandmother kept me quiet in church by giving me a pencil and I would draw. But it sounds like you were really more into reading, which is great. My my father was the one who read to us because my mother worked as a night nurse and he would put us to bed. And he actually, I remember, I don't remember how old, probably first grade, second grade, he was reading Swiss Family Robinson and Robinson Crusoe and along with Babar the Elephant and Snip, Snap and Snur, the kids from Sweden. He just, he was a big library person. 
I, I've been to a library all my life. That's great, though, to those memories of your dad reading to you. And I feel for your mom because working the night shift as a nurse is not easy to do. I applaud your dad for always sitting down and reading a book to you. And it's really big. I want to refer people to your website. If they want to reach out to you, it is patjwheeler.com. It will be in the show notes so people can see it there. And I would encourage you, if you're in the area around Pat, she is from Terre Haute, Indiana. Yes. To reach out to her if you want her to visit your schools, I think she would be an awesome guest. She's been very nice to talk with now. Is there anything else that you would like to add? And tell us more about tell us more about the books that you're wanting to get done. My Bella book, it's finished, but getting it to an editor is going to be interesting because Bella has a wonderful nose and she smells things all over my yard. I view it as a sort of a who's there book where you see a page of her nose and the tail of something or a couple of somethings in the yard and you turn the page and you get a full spread of the yard and Bella's tail off in the distance and you get to see the rest of the little animals that she smelled on that page but you have to guess before you turn the page so, and then you turn another page and here's her nose again and she's smelling maybe something up in the tree or maybe something in a little hole. And then you have to guess what it is and turn the page to find out. Sounds like quite the adventure and quite fun, especially in picture books to really get the kids interested in, in talking when the parents are reading to them. I think that yes. is so much fun. And about the senses of smell. And I, I'd like to have a few little notes in a little, maybe a little dog house, say, do you know how much better a dog smells than a human? It's pretty, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> as long as humans and dogs have baths, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Pat. Thank you for joining me on this journey of self-reflection and growth. Remember the power of right, R-I-G-H-T. Respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation, and how these five values can make a positive impact on you and the lives of others. Until next time, I'm Marian Gramlich, encouraging you to make your message right. Please subscribe, rate, and review.